Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You got a crumble cookies uh, near your house, Evan, or not? Nah? A what? Crumble cookie. No. You know, you're not, not, up, that I'm aware uh, you're of. not on the crumble cookie phase thing? I guess not. You no. got a crumble cookie out there where you live Never heard of crumble cookie. Never heard of crumble cookie? No. <laughs> All right. What is it? Like a store? It's a cookie that store? Sells it's a place that sells cookies. Yeah. Yeah, but they have like uh, Sundays at 530, they announce like the new flavors. What is it? Well, it's not Sunday. No, the hell would it I was know? a Sunday four days ago. Yeah, but I, I, didn't, I, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. That's all. They come up with a brand new flavor every Sunday. They're like five. They got like over 170 flavors. But what they do is they're like, all right, we're open at three. We've got a hundred cookies. First come, first serve. If you don't get them, you're out. Oh really? Yeah. And that gets people all like, I gotta and go over there and get my cookies. You gotta get your cookie on. Yeah. Gotta get your cookie on. Hmm. But it's not like your basic chocolate chip cookies. You know, the old fans. Why are there no cookies here today? No food at all here today. Like what happened to you? I'm talking about I got uh you got oh, I got here late. You got nothing. I here walked today. in at like ten to two. Every and single you guys day. were all uh scheming. Uh, to lock doors on me so I'd be late for the show. That was an idea by the architect. He yeah. said, look, if Craig's a minute late, keep that door shut till that first segment's <laughs> over. You hold him out. And I said to him, I looked in his eyes, I said, architect, yeah, I'm never I late. know Craig. Yeah. He won't be late. I am never late for work. But every day you've set the bar for us. There's always some kind of food here. Yeah. And today, basically you? a Friday for you and yeah. I because we're off tomorrow. Yeah. There's no damn food. Well, what I mean, happened on, to you? Tommy was supposed to get Prince Street pizza today. He didn't. That's on him. Yeah. All right, number one. Not fair. Okay. All right. And I even told him the other day, we're off on Friday. Today's, I don't see the pizza. Where's Did you go pizza? over that in the break? Or was that just coincidence? You set him up right for that slam dunk right no, there. No, we did not go over anything. No, we didn't, didn't go over anything. I was watching a bad uh, Adam Sandberg movie I was on HBO. Watching yeah, what I, movie was that, by the way? I, I think it's uh, Style Boys. When, when, I, I, when I, I can't it. stop watching, like, you know how Ross and Rachel needed to eventually hook up? I can't stop. Why? I'm rooting for this couple because yeah. the tension is unbelievable. And yeah. I'm just going to say it. And you know one of the people. Yeah. Kay Adams and Sham Sharnia. Like, I'm watching these Shams. clips. Sh- you know Shams? I, mean, I don't know him. Shams and Kay. Yeah, I know Kay. Have a chemistry that is like Ross and Rachel-like. Is that right? Like, Shams was whipping out yeah, this. Yeah, she's got a boyfriend. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, guess what? Ross had a girlfriend. Yeah. And guess what? Okay. Ross and Rachel got together anyway. Uh-huh. Shams and Kay are the it couple. It's got to happen. Yeah? It's got to happen. You know, she was at the 80 for Brady premiere, Strong Island, but I don't know who to, I think she's dating somebody. Yeah, okay. You want me to find out? What's going on with her and Shams? You want me to ask her about I'm rooting for it. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. It's like a TV show. Well, We've all shit. had these Let shows where you question. root for the call. Come on, they're a call. They got to get together. Did uh, Shams like shoot a shot? Oh, he shot a shot. He did publicly? But, but more than that, looking at Kay's eye, she liked it. Like, she likes him. But like, who doesn't like attention? It's not just that. There's, they've been on together for a while. Like, they do segments together. And I never normally feel this way, but this gives me Ross Rachel vibes. I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. You can tell her that. 
Uh, that's a that's a weird thing to text. I'll tell Shams it? that. Then I don't care. You don't know Shams. I don't really know him that well, and I've never met him either. But I never met Ross or Rachel yet. When we watched that show, yeah. we were all rooting for them to get together. Were we so, not? All right, hold on. How did he shoot his shot? Can you want to play it? No. Okay. I want you to tell me. He said that they have a lot of similarities and was talking about their, their signs. They're both Aries, huh. which is right off the top. Come on. And he actually, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> yes. His attempt to uh, connect with her in a non-professional manner was, were both Aries? There were a few things. Did he actually say we're both yes. Aries? Yes. That I will text her. <laughs> yes, he said we're both Aries. We're both from the Midwest. We're both, uh, like, I think he said both our parents are immigrants. Like, he was bringing up all the similarities. Okay. And I was waiting for the ending, which is, so when are we going out? That's what I, and she had her hands on her face like, oh, this is this is amazing. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. This I'm telling you, this had a lot of Ross and Rachel right. vibes. Uh, but don't they do, uh, do oh, doesn't he go on her show all the time? That's what, yeah, he was on her show, yeah. Yeah, but I think he does a show with Beatle, doesn't he? He also does a show, but that has nothing to do with this. I'm talking about Got him it. on with Kay. Got it. All right, well, I just sent her a text. What'd I, you say? What'd I you said, say? quote, unquote, we're both Aries. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, so you, you jumped in with the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line you told me. That's what he said. All right. There you go. I love those two. They belong together. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I can sense that sometimes. Have you ever said to a girl, like, I'm an Aquarius, yeah, we should date? No, but I will tell you a true story. Is that were... such a weak, cheesy, no-game line? There were two people who worked here a long time ago, and I could tell there was a chemistry. And I used to joke about it. Like, you guys have two a men, great chemistry. Two men, two women, man, man and a woman. woman got they had okay. a great chemistry together. All right. And one day, the guy came to me and said, Evan... You can't say that anymore. And I can't said, oh, say I, what? I bet they have a great chemistry together. And I said, they oh. really start dating. I said, I'm really sorry. Did I did I cross lines? I, I was just being. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, we've been together for a couple months. And then they're, uh, and now they're married with kids. Like, no joke. Reiki. Worked out beautifully. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. I always said to him, yeah. I got you together. I broke the ice. You kind of suggested, hey, you guys seem to have a lot in common. There's some chemistry yes. there. Yes. And you think you took your word for it to go. I don't know. Make his play. I like to tell myself that they both listened to Uncle Evan and Wait, said so that He's means right. that means somebody here married someone else here. Correct. They have kids they together. They have kids. They have a great marriage. Yeah, and they're, they're still going strong. Hundred percent. So that means I know who they are. You know who? Uh, you definitely know who the guy is. Yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah. He doesn't work here anymore. You want me to tell you? Well, was he on air? But the audience won't know who he is. Oh, then never mind. No, no, it doesn't, not on air. No, no, but you definitely know who he is, and yeah, got it worked it. out well. So I, I always say to him, I got you yeah. together. I didn't hook up with him, did I? <laughs> Only once. Just checking. I'm just kidding. Here's uh, Mike in Connecticut. Michael, how are you? What's up, fellas? All good, kid. Yeah. Uh, now you got me thinking about Rachel. I can't really concentrate. <laughs> you know, she's, an, she's interesting because sometimes you see Jennifer Aniston, and you're like, hoochie mama. And other times right. you look at it, and you're like, eh. <laughs> that's true it's true Evan yes uh, uh, so I'm a big Raiders fan I'm a big fan of both of you guys you know I you know I listen every day but um, do you really think that the Jets are a better landing spot for Aaron Rodgers than the Raiders no he's convinced himself of that because he's a fan I think it depends on what he's looking for like if we take out the geography the taxes the living stuff which that's up All to right, the individual Allen alone um I think that the Jet defense has a chance to be really, really good, and I thought it was really good this year, though it kind of failed in big moments while the Raiders blew how many fourth-quarter leads. 
So I think I if think you're looking six. at the 53 minute. Yeah. What was that? I think it was five. Okay. <laughs> so I think if you're looking, and I don't know what Aaron's looking at, if he's looking at the 53 man roster and saying, hey, I want to play with a big time defense. I only had one top 10 defense in the last decade with the Green Bay Packers, then I, I think have, the I Jets have, one have more the question. edge. Yes. So we're, we're the same age of it. Yeah. Do you think I've had it worse or you've had it worse? As a Raider fan to a Jets fan. That's a good question, actually. I think Depends that, how old you are, but good question. Uh, it's close, but I think I had it worse because you got to a Super Bowl at least. I did not. Yeah, it was a stellar Super Bowl. You got, I get it. <laughs> I understand it, but you got there. You got it. That's right. And it's then, a good question, though. And then since then, you haven't won a playoff game. The Jets at least won a playoff game in 2010, which is eight years yeah, later. Nah, it's funny, though. But Yo, the Super Bowl wins out. I'm sorry. Him being a Raider fan here, though, kind of he's removed from are we in Oakland, are we in L.A., are we in Vegas? Right. Like, if you're a, a fan in your in the hometown of the team. I took that out. You know, Yeah, you have to. I took that out here. because he lives here. Yeah, like, if you're a Raider fan in Oakland, you have gotten the short end of the stick. Yeah, I took that one out. I kind of looked at wins and losses. And the Raiders have had a really rough time with a million different head coaches. Like, I get all that. But in your lifetime, and this is the deal breaker to me. Tell me where I'm wrong. In his lifetime, my lifetime, the Raiders weren't a Super Bowl. Yeah. My lifetime, yeah, I got three championship games. I think the Raiders probably have two because 2000, 2002. That's it. I can't think right. of another one. Um, yeah, the other thing lifetime, for you because what are you, 39 now, 38? What are you now, 39? I'm 39, yeah. 39. So what's interesting for you is that the Vinny Testaverde AFC Championship game in Denver, yeah. you're a high school student. Yeah, I was 15. Which is like prime, you know, yeah, you're different obviously, but a teenage kid with a team he's now a big fan of and can appreciate and enjoy oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. and maybe even go to a game or two and he's with yeah. his buddies watching the game. That was a huge deal for you. And that's also two years removed from 1-15. and 15. Yeah. So think about how quickly they came and how quickly they became a good team. But it's close. I think the Raiders and Jets are in that same bucket of crappiness. Don't get me wrong. But the advantage is you went to a Super Bowl. You had that week of, oh, my God, yeah. my team's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, granted, you got there. You got your ass kicked. I get it. But you were there. We yeah. were there. It's so funny. Your uh, your memory of that game versus my memory of that game. Here we go. I, I have a feeling, Big Mac, we're about to get our 16th <laughs> name drop. There's a name drop coming. I mean, I could drop a name, but I'm not going to. Oh. I mean, maybe I will. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Oh, boy. Um, Here's another Craig Cutton yeah. name drop. Yeah. So Tony Gwynn sat next to me that night. No, that's when I um, had to help uh, Bubby Brister's wife find him. That counts. Yeah, he no, went. Bubby counts. He went missing for a couple days. Count it. Yeah. Okay. No, but imagine this: you're a diehard Jet fan. Yes. Your career uh, takes you to Denver, Colorado, <laughs> right. to do a sports talk show, <laughs> and now your beloved Jets are in the championship game, championship game in the city that you're acclimating to, right. trying to you know make your your place. You you may be there for twenty years, and you're the enemy. And not only, well, for that game, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, you could play the game like, hey, I could be, I could figure out how to, you know, not hate the Broncos or whatever it is, right? I'll yeah. make it work. Or you can lean into hating the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, six months after you show up, your favorite team is in there building in a championship game. Yeah. Yeah, tough spot. What'd you do? 
What did I do? Were I, you a phony, or did you lean into who you were? I did exactly what you would think I did. Let's go Jets. Did you? That's right. You leaned into being the New Yorker that you what are? What happened was I went on the radio and I said, that big tooth bastard <laughs> is not beating my Jets. And uh, I got called into the GM's office, yeah. and I was reminded that John Elway is very important. Very important. Yes. And that the John Elway uh, group of auto dealerships spends a lot of money <laughs> on our radio station. Although I think he said on my radio station, yeah. In, in New York, we've had successful people that hate certain teams in this town, if not all teams in I town. I will say this, to, to big piggyback that, yeah. I've, I've worked here, obviously, I missed three years, but since I was seven, you were Sam, you even before I was seven, you, know, you and Joe. In the history of this radio station, there have never been more anti-New York fans at the same time on the radio as we have now. In, in terms of sheer numbers, yeah, but remember, Dog used to hate all the New York yes, teams. Yes, but that was one guy. No, no, but, but here's my point, or my question, because I don't know if it's a point. I'm asking you. I think in New York, it's fine. Like, you can hate, because maybe it's because we have so many teams. Maybe that's part of it. Like, you can hate a lot of teams in this town. It's yeah. fine. You can be successful. Look at Dog. Look at other guys. Yep. Can you do that in Philadelphia? Um, not if you're not from there. It's a mistake a lot of people make. Like, I, you go into town, I'm going to be the negative guy. Right. It don't work. I No, and I assume yeah. that, like, because you're talking about Denver. I'm thinking about Philly. I'm thinking about Boston. I'm thinking Listen, about those, those monolithic towns where they have a team. Imagine going to Buffalo and saying, I hate the Bills. Yeah, like, just hating on them. Peace out. Goodbye. So, so that wouldn't work in any city but New York. Yes. Be, yeah, <laughs> now, you can go to Chicago, theoretically, and hate the White Sox and love the Cubs. I, okay. But, yeah, you go to, right. But we are the only city that has that. Yeah, you where can't. you can actively hate the most popular team, the New York Yankees, and people respect that because you're a Met fan. Right, hundred percent right. Right, it's yep. the only city that that can happen. Yeah. So when you're in Denver, and that's why I thought of this, hating yeah. on the Broncos and John Elway, they wanted to escort you out of that city immediately. Like, get them out. Well, uh, I, it, I'll never forget. I get called into a meeting, and. They uh, they have it was like cassette tapes, right? Right. And before he played at the GM and uh, the program director, who I hated with a passion, says, "I just want to make sure I have this right, Greg. <laughs> and I hope you don't make me play the tape, quote unquote, big toothed bastard." <laughs> and I'm like, "You don't have to play the tape. I said it. <laughs> like, you called him a big tooth bastard." Yeah, yeah. Now, well before I got to Denver, there was a uh, columnist in Denver. And I don't know the, the the history. Hated John Elway. I don't know why. It made no sense. But there's one guy in town who's a Denver native, like this legendary guy, and he just despised John Elway. So you're probably familiar with this story. He wrote a column the day after Halloween, and it was a front page story. It was either the Rocky Mountain News or the Denver Post. I forget which paper. And the front page, like front, not back page, front page story was. John Elway ruins Halloween <laughs> because he, the the guy criticized the type of candy he gave out, <laughs> and he was like, "He makes enough money to give out the big bars. Why is he giving out the bite-sized bars?" And it was like a news story, wow. and Elway, Elway had to respond to yeah, it. Did he apologize? No. Did he pull an Anthony Wrecker? He was like, "I I sign autographs for the kids. I my lights are always on. I love Halloween." It was like this weird. 
you, you know, moment. Except your candy stunk, John. That's right. What's with the bite-sized Milky Way from John Elway? <laughs> it was like that kind of thing. Here's uh, Jerry in Howell, New Jersey. Jerry, how are you? How you doing? Good. How are you? What's up? Good. How are you? Oh, I I was just saying that I was reading online that uh, Aaron Rodgers actually was building a house in Tennessee. Here we go. See? I brought that up to Craig. Not the house part, because I don't know about uh, that, but the idea that the Titans are a viable team, a viable yeah, threat. Okay. Why wouldn't they be? And how have you Why come about be? the news that Aaron Rodgers is now building a house in Tennessee? Let me hear this one. No, I uh, I was looking up a possible landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, because I'm a Jets fan. Yep. And it said right there that Aaron Rodgers is building a house started, in, I think, as of February 2022. He's building a house in... Uh, Nashville. Yep, I'm reading it now. February 3rd, 2022. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's a year ago. That's not 2023. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers rumored to yeah. be building a house in Middle Tennessee. That yeah. was a year ago. Let me bro. help you out. He's not. Yeah. Okay. But I, by the way, I appreciate the fact that you uh, Googled it. As a Jet fan, you care. You should care. But it's either going to be New York or Vegas. No, no, He's no, not no, going no, no, no. But, but hold on, hold on. Forget yeah. And Jerry, I appreciate it. I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking at the team. I'm looking at the conference. Walk me through why Tennessee is not an option. I'm just curious where that comes from because, you know, I know they drafted Malik Willis, and I know he barely played, but he looked really, really bad to the point where he wasn't even playing in the biggest game of the year. Joshua Dobbs was. Right, right. So they don't have a quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is not their quarterback. Yeah. Why are the Tennessee Titans who came very, very close to being in the postseason this year yeah. and clearly didn't have a quarterback. Yep. Why are the Titans not an option? Walk me through that. I, just my opinion, I think the Titans' run is at the end. Um, I think you have, you know, Derrick Henry is obviously not the back he was three years ago. I think they're, the run is just coming to an end now. I'll acknowledge that they play in a weak-ass division, although Jacksonville's on the up, of course. Uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers... If he's going to extend his career a year or two, let's even say three for the sake of the conversation, it just seems to me that New York or Las Vegas are much more appealing than a hiding in Tennessee. Look, looking at the and rosters, I, I understand the aging. I think Jeffrey Simmons is a free agent, too, one of their better defensive players. But you know what they have as an advantage? They no. got a coach. They have a coach? Do the Raiders have a coach? Uh, the Raiders uh, currently do not have a coach. Well, they have a coach. He just stinks. Right. Josh McDaniels right. is not a good head coach. The jury is out on Robert Sala. Like, right. I can't say he's bad or good. Mike Vrabel has had success in this league. Yeah. And while he is aging, you have a Hall of Fame running back yeah. that you get to play with. You have some young wide receivers. Like, I'm just, I don't have inside info to say he would go yeah. there. But when you dismiss them, I'm confused as to why. Uh, I just, they are I just think abs- being in Tennessee, other than the tax benefits, which I know you and I don't talk about much because we don't make that kind of money. But there are, there are tax benefits in playing in Tennessee. My gut, and I could be dead wrong on it. It's not based on much more than that. Is that it's like if you go to Tennessee, it's like witness protection. What? Yeah. Nashville's an awesome city, dude. Uh, well, I forgot you spent the day there. Well, and I love it. Yeah, you were there for 24 a reason hours. You got sick out of Mike's dude, chicken sandwich. Nashville, yeah. Las Vegas can't yeah. hold a freaking candle to Nashville. Well, then, and speaking of city jumping. you don't know jumping, a lot about Las Vegas. I'm going to Vegas next week. Yeah, then you'll learn. Well, no, you're going to be on the strip. I've been there. Oh, that's right. You're going to a 1920s hotel. I forgot. That's right. <laughs> I will give you credit for this. You make definitive decisions on places spending 36 hours there. That's right. 
How that, else, do you, fascinating how else do you make decisions? You spend half the time indoors. I respect that. <laughs> You're married and you got to get away. <laughs> but you don't experience the whole city and the Dude, vibe. I went drinking at Johnny Cash's. I went drinking Johnny at Cash's. Miranda Lambert's. What are you talking That's about? I said I came to New York and I went to Hard Rock in Times Square. Well, where am I supposed no to go? No disrespect. We love those people. Where am I supposed to go? I was day you drinking. Got, I was dancing to country music. I love that city. You got to go and you know what you got to do? What? You call Uber. And you say to the guy driving Uber, where do you drink? <laughs> That's what you do. All right, next time. And I gave you five places to go to in Nashville. You didn't go to a single one of them. Because they involved me and driving. And Evan calls me, by the way, from Nashville, drunk as a skunk. I was wasted. What's the name of that chicken place? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Evan, I told you 37 times. I can't find it. Do you want a drunk call from Vegas, too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. i I'm good. You want to call me anytime? You don't mind. I always answer your calls. Hotel. You were right, Craig. Did you know that Frank Sinatra <laughs> once stayed here? Yeah, in '53. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's how. That Did you goes. ever meet Frank Sinatra? I never met Frank Sinatra Damn nor it. his son. I'm trying no. to get a 17th name drop out I of him. But I used to eat dinner at Patsy's a lot, which was uh, Frank's place. Oh. Way back in the day, yeah. Man, you haven't met no Frank Sinatra. I said I never met no Frank Sinatra. No, <laughs> no I know. I true. never saw him. I never met him. No, sadly. I think I D'Amico Ryan's yeah. has <laughs> proven. He's 135 years old. <laughs> never seen. You don't know the room movie reference reference I'm giving you there? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. Yes. He, he won't e Evan say has no idea. Evan, Evan has, has no idea. Really Craig, no Craig doesn't idea. know either. Weird science. Craig Thank knows. You. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Come on. Sorry. D'Amico Ryan's yeah. confirmed Adam Schefter's a liar. How about that? I told you that yesterday. I know, but D'Amico Ryan's confirmed it because yeah, well, he said he was thankful for the Broncos' interest, but it wasn't difficult to choose the Texans. Remember when Adam was doing the Broncos' bidding? Yes, matter of fact, there's out. a news story that I said he was doing the Broncos' bidding. Yeah, well, yeah. he was. Yeah, I know he was. Yeah. I told you that. <laughs> yes, the Broncos try to get D'Amico Ryan's at the last minute, and that's why uh, the Texans went to a sixth year yeah. to end it. Yeah. And that's a wrap. And yeah. then they very quickly pivoted. And wound up with uh, Sean Payton. Yeah, that's the guy you couldn't that's think of. That's the guy, Sean Payton. That's right. That's your guy right there, <laughs> my guy. Yeah, and I like the fact that D'Amico told the truth. Yeah, uh, because I I told you the only knock on Adam Schefter is that you know, part of uh, what he does to be good at what he does is that there are times when he will be uh, the willing mouthpiece of an organization, uh, whether that organization's lying to him or not. He's willing to take that bullet. Right. He took that bullet. Uh, and, and and there was a fight, as you said, between him and Rappaport. You're not a physical fight. Where Rappaport had it right. Because he got it from D'Amico. And Adam Schefter did the bidding for the Denver how, Broncos. Do we know how much? And D'Amico just confirmed what I said yesterday. Do we know how much D'Amico Ryan's got from the Texans? And the only reason I ask is that Sean Payton is going to get it. It appears to be about $20 million a year. Which puts him right on par with Bill Belichick. And so it's interesting that the Broncos' first choice was D'Amico Ryan's. They got rejected, and then they quickly pivoted <laughs> to throwing $20 million a year yeah. at Sean Payton. And the thing that gets me about that is that Sean Payton, good for him. Let's just say the number's 20, just for the sake of it. Right. He gets $20 bucks, and a guy who has the exact same resume is making four. I know, man. It, it, that has bothered me for years, how Payton and McCarthy have the same resume, almost identical one guy is paid and talked about, 
as if he's Lombardi. The other guy is paid and talked about like he's just some moron talking football at a bar. Yeah. And I don't get the Peyton McCarthy thing at all. Well, I told you it's because he's uh, fat. That's number one. And maybe he doesn't ask for more money. I don't know. And then you you have Jerry Jones coming out yesterday going, we have two head coaches. And I'm sitting there going, don't do that, Jerry. Don't go home, man. You're playing right into what everybody says. He goes, yeah, we have two head coaches. Now, Mike's in charge, but we really have two head coaches. I'm like, come on, man. That is not going to end well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to check real quick if I if someone's got the value of his deal. And the answer is no. No. No, I have what he made as a linebacker, though. No, that doesn't help. For the Texans. My man made almost $50 million. So just so you know. They think it's going to be around $5 million. Well, that seems right for a first-time head coach. That's what Robert Sala's getting. And that's, exactly right. and that's more than what Mike McCarthy's getting. Which is crazy. Well, you Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. So there's a Kobe Bryant game-worn jersey that he had, number 24, that he wore in 25 games. Which is interesting, because I thought they wore a New Jersey every game. I guess that's not the case. He uh, scored 645 points in the Jersey in uh, 2007 and eight, and it's the famous chess pop Jersey. All right? Mm-hmm. What do you think the uh, current leading bid is? It's Colby. It's at Sotheby's, and it closes a week from today. It's Colby, so it's got to be very, very, very high. Okay, you're right about that. Very high. I'm gonna take a go, random wild guess on it. Uh, two, uh, one, two, three, two. Let's divide the seven and carry the three. One hundred and ninety-four thousand dollars. So you want to just up that to two hundred grand? Two hundred grand higher, Bob. Times six and then carry the seven. Twenty-five games worn. I know. Hold on, I'm doing math. Okay, go. Four hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. You want to just make that four and a quarter? Four and a quarter. Yeah, higher, Bob. All right. Yes, I'm doing my math wrong. If you could just hurry up a little bit, it helps the process. I'd Time appreciate it. $827,000. Higher, Bob. $912,000. Higher, Bob. $1.2 million. Higher, Bob. $1.5 million. Ooh, higher, Bob. Jeez. And how many games did he wear this for? He wore this jersey that's famous for the chest popping, uh, but he wore it in 25 total games. And it was during the 08 season? 07, or the 08. 07, oh, 07, 08. 08 season. It's a finals year. Lost to Boston that year. 
Okay. I'm just saying. Go ahead. I'm thinking out loud. Go ahead. $1.575 million. So $1.6 million? <laughs> Finally six. talking. Higher, Bob. $1.72. Higher, Bob. $1.93. Higher, Bob. $2.27. Oh, in the twos now. Yeah, I got to. Finally getting close. Higher, Bob. 3.1. Higher, Bob. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. It's over $3 million. And this is just the current bid. Current high bid. 4.1. Higher, Bob. 4.9. Higher, Bob. 5.2. Higher, Bob. 5.7. 5.495. Jeez. $5.5 million right now is the high bid. It's a jersey. Mm. You got to have a jersey. You got to have some stupid kind of money. It's a jersey. Like, what are you going to do with it? Display it. If you bought a house for $5 million bucks, okay, you got a pool. Uh, maybe you got a bowling lane in the basement. You got a gym. You got a hot tub. Maybe you got a shooting range. You got a Grand Prix track in the yard. Whatever, right? Yep. It's a jersey. <laughs> I get you. Which uh, means there's a chance it goes for damn near $6 million bucks. There right? was an auction about a year and a half ago in which they were selling like an 11-foot New York Nets ABA championship banner that once flew at, I think, the Meadowlands. Yes. Okay. okay. And it, the bidding, you can imagine, not quite Not that. quite that much. It yeah. was at about $1,200. Yeah. And I gave it thought. Like, wow, $1,200. bucks. like I think I can where, afford where that. Where did you put it? That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, on when, your I, roof. when I approached my wife and said, it's not bad. She's like, great. It's 11 feet. Yeah. What the hell are you doing with you it? You almost have to cover the roof with it or put up a new flagpole. <laughs> right. Or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you don't want to be that guy in the neighborhood. Oh, great. The Roberts moved in. They got an 11-foot jet flag. I mean, I did have a Mr. Uh, a home run apple blow-up thing yeah, in front of my house. That was during the holidays or, or uh, something, right? It was all summer, dude. Come on, you didn't have that blown up all summer. All summer. Every day, if I drove past your house, the apple was there. Was it always blown up? Correct. Or was it sometimes a little, no. uh, you know, always. fugazi? 100% always blown up. That's comical. Only on game days? No, the entire summer. Every day all summer long? Yes. Uh, how about like at midnight? Did you un... No. So it was 24-7. 24-7. Blown up on wasting electricity. 100%. Got it. Well, I paid the bill. I mean, yeah, of course you paid the bill, yeah. What do you want me to do? Got it. Yeah. That's fascinating. And then I stopped because my uh, wife said enough's enough. <laughs> Jimmy's <laughs> in Porton Town. Jimmy, what do you got? What's going on, gentlemen? How are we? Great, thank you. What's up? Trying to help out Evan a little bit here. So I did the 48-hour vacation. We did it in five cities with my wife for our honeymoon. We were in Europe. Um, but we only had 36 to 48 hours in each city. What we did is we tried to find a bar that looked divey mm-hmm. and then sat at the bar so we could talk to the bartender oh. and ask the bartender and said, you know, <clears throat> where do you eat dinner? Right. What bars do you go to? What do you want to do? Because we don't want to get stuck in Times Square. No, you're right. So that it, means fair. You're right about that. Craig's right about and he that. Gave too. Us a, he gave us a ton of awesome stuff. Like, we got to see parts of these cities. I mean, I'll never be back to, but we got to do stuff that did not in now, any way. To be fair, work. though, the only danger of that, more if you're in like, a different country than just a different city, the neighborhood you it, end up no, in? No, no. It's a lot of times the Uber type drivers, the taxi drivers get a piece of the action. So they don't Correct. send you to where they eat. They send you to where a guy maybe gives them a free meal yeah, yeah, yeah. or gives them a kickback on the tourists coming in. Just right. remember that. Yeah, I get that. But, 
Totally fair. Um, we did not run into too much. I mean, one thing was touristy. One thing felt a little weird. Yeah. Other than that, we, we found, you know, awesome bartenders. All of them spoke English, which was amazing as well. Since well, we were didn't you say this was in Chicago? No, we were in uh, Northern Europe, to be honest. <laughs> but, yes, um, they all spoke English. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it gave us a chance to see things that didn't, like, when you go to Times Square, it's the worst thing in the world when you're a New Yorker is people come to New York and then they say they hate the city and you ask, what, what did you do? Right. And they say, oh, yeah, we went to Times Square. No, no, you're God. right, but I guess I look at it this way. I'm, we're from New York City, so obviously Times Square, give me a break. When I'm going to a city, yeah. I guess it's not the end of the world if I'm at a touristy place. Like, if it's good and it's fun, why does it matter? Now, the locals may think I'm a moron, but it's not, like, end-of-the-world stuff if you end up in a touristy kind of place, right? Yeah. But it's not the true vibe of the city. Like Times I get Square that. New York. You're right. right. No, you're, you're 100% right about that. Yeah, he's right. Uh, we got to say goodbye to SNY. Thank you, guys. I, I do think, like, Thank in Nashville, you, Nashville, you're right. And I'll go back at some point, especially once the Orioles move there, which apparently is going to happen. Um, but Vegas, like, is there anything that's not touristy in Vegas? It's all a strip with casinos yeah, and I mean, food and I've, I've shows. Been there, and, I've know. been there and gone to places not on the strip. But to be fair about it, it's pointless. Right. You go there for the strip. Yeah. Yes, that's the whole point of yes. Vegas. Yes. But, I mean, there are good restaurants not on the strip. And There's I, just no reason to go to them. And I want to thank my friend Keith McPherson. Why? Because he sent me an Instagram video of Adele at a show the other night. Yeah. Going through the crowd. Oh. Crying. It was Ooh. emotional. The crowd well, that means was you're emotional. you're not going to get that. What was what, that? She hasn't cried every show. Why the hell not? Because that's not a thing. For the prices we're paying? Yeah. Every show. You should cry. I'm going to cry. Price you're paying. You're damn right. Yeah. When that show's over, I'm going to be hysterical. I could buy another Elantra for the price you're paying for those <laughs> tickets. <laughs> I think it's great that you're going. And it's like I tell my kids I know it's bad cliche. You get one shot at it, do things, experience things. Yes. You, you can't take your money with you. So uh, try to do interesting, cool, unique things that you might not have a second chance to ever do. Especially, and that's what you're doing, and I respect it. Especially when you've got someone who's got a residency in Vegas, and she may never have one again. This could be yeah. it. Well, this is the last pretty time. young, but okay. Yeah, but she may choose never to perform again. Right. I mean, that's like saying Billy Joel's never going to play the garden again. I'm going to tell he you a story. He just signed up for his 98th show. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> my mom and dad told me, and why would they lie? They were in Las Vegas many, many years ago, many moons ago, and they had a choice on who to see. Okay, let me guess. Ray Charles. They had a choice to see Chubby Checker. Okay, twist. And then he, he, what's funny about Chubby Checker, he did the twist, then he did Let's Twist Again, and then he did a third version of the twist. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. They had another choice. That choice was Elvis Presley. Oh, please tell me they saw Elvis. Was Elvis and like old Elvis? It was. Or prime Elvis? I think it was. What year is it? Early 70s. So yeah, it could have been the that could have been the back end. So Elvis. my dad, being yeah. the great uh, husband that he was, said it's up to you. She was. She said, Chubby and my Checker. mom said, Chubby Checker. Oh, and can I still see Chubby Checker. <laughs> no. So my dad, I think that's my dad's biggest regret. Like I should have just said, let's see Elvis. Of course. So yes. my point is, you never know. You got to take your shot when you got your shot. Hundred percent right. Ugh. <laughs> No offense, but really, yeah, that's a famous let's story. Let's twist again, yeah. <laughs> like we did last summer. And you may have gotten Elvis on a good night.
It doesn't even matter if you did or not. It's Elvis. Elvis. You right. got a chance to see Elvis, and he never did. She never did. Oh. They saw Chubby Checker do the twist. He has no other songs. <laughs> if you've ever been to a wedding, you've seen Chubby Checker. Right. <laughs> Let's right. Be honest. Block parties, I see Chubby Checker. <laughs> Weddings, I see Chubby Checker. Bar you can hire I see Chubby Checker, Checker now Checker. for 500 bucks. They'll come sing the trick for you. <laughs> oh, and it, does your mom like... Yeah, Morty, stop telling that story. Get over it. I, you know, when I only hear my dad tell it. Like, yeah. I don't know if my mom's really... I guess she has to regret it. Because it's still Elvis. Yes. Even if you're not a fan of Elvis, like, you have to... I'll, I'll ask her if she regrets it. All right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.